Hola, welcome to Dismantling Diet Culture. Fuck being calladita, the only Spanglish anti-diet podcast that teaches you from a sociological lens, feminism, and intuitive eating coaching to dismantle diet culture. I'm your host, Dr. Hortense Jimenez, and I am passionate about dismantling diet culture and helping you heal your relationship with food and your body. I'm a mother, daughter, comadre, amiga, community member, professor, health coach, and published author. On this show, I share my personal experience with diet culture, tips and strategies, and educational content to help you understand diet culture and systems of oppression so that you can have the tools to challenge diet culture. Current and future generations do not deserve to inherit your diet culture trauma, and I'm here to help you. If you're on a mission to hear your body and food traumas and embody your authentic self unapologetic, welcome to Dismantling Diet Culture. Fuck being calladita. Hola, bienvenidos a Dismantling Diet Culture Effect, being calladita. This is your host, Dr. Hortensia Jimenez. Welcome to another episode. I started this episode by playing my flute to honor the land, to honor the original stewards of these lands, and also to honor or grief or pain, or sadness, or rage, to hold space for all the feelings that we have been experimenting over the last several weeks. And to be quite frank with you, I just did not know how to start this episode. No matter how much preparation I did, I can't seem to find the words to to show up. Mm, no es fácil lo que estamos mirando. It's not easy what we are witnessing. We're going through difficult times. There's a lot of suffering in the world. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of conflict, not only in Gaza, but throughout the world. My intention in today's episode one is to put a hold on my um, last principle of intuitive eating and just share with you <clears throat> how I've been feeling and what I've been doing and just offer perhaps some advice or nuggets of wisdom on how we can show up 
for ourselves, for our families, for our communities, and for the world, for humanity. And I guess I want to start off by sharing with you that um, que no importa lo que hagas, siempre te van a criticar. No matter what you do, you will always be criticized. And that's been a big lesson for me. Um, I would say in the last several weeks, me han criticado de tantos maneras, de tantos lugares. I've been criticized um, of front, left, back, and center. <laughs> And it's, uh, it's, it's hard. It's hard because um, I think it's easy for people who just see you on the screen on social media. Um, se les hace fácil criticarte sin saber lo que tú haces fuera de las redes sociales. It's easy for people to criticize you behind a, um, a screen. Because all they see is just that, right? They don't see everything else that uh, that you do um, at home in your community and so forth. I'm not. I don't want to go into detail, but it's been hard. It's been extremely difficult. Porque uno trata de hacer las cosas bien y pues que no vas a quedar bien. Y uno se da cuenta cuando pues cuando la riega o cuando tiene que crecer, you know, it's been a inner growth, professional growth. I try to do my best to show up in all the spaces. But you know what, you know, the title of this podcast is Dismantling Diet Culture, Fuck Being Calladita. And you know, the title of my podcast is is personal fuck being calladita is personal because i've been silenced i was silenced for most of my young life until i left to the university at the age of 17 and a half so my formative years were silenced and the journey from 18 to now has been a process of healing of unlearning of doing a lot of um, unconditioning right it hasn't been easy i know my journey and if you've heard my previous episodes you have a an understanding of what that journey has been it has been shedding a lot of internalized depression it has been really rewiring my my thoughts my thoughts and my body and at the same time like doing the inner healing to liberate myself and heal my previous generations and the seven generations ahead sometimes people expect you to show up the way that they would like you to show up or do things or say things the way that that they expected you to but you know i get it i do 
sometimes we may not have the capacity to show up the way that some people would like us to because we're not there yet. Sometimes we don't have the courage, we don't have the words, we paralyze. And not saying that like that's a justification, it's that we are in our own unique journey. While it might be easy for some folks to speak up, it might be difficult for others and we need to honor that. I've done so much growth, a lot of inner growth and I know I still have a long way. I would love to be like my colega and amiga Gloria Lucas from Nalgona Positivity Pride. I admire her. She has no filters. <laughs> como dicen, no tiene pelos en la lengua. Ella dice las cosas tal y como son. No le importa. Admiro su fortaleza. Admiro su valentía. Admiro que she speaks up. She speaks up and I would love to be at a place in my life where I can say, yeah, I can be like Gloria, but I'm not there yet. Or even Prisca Dorcas from her book for brown girls. She's also an outspoken Latina, unapologetic. Siento que todavía me falta. Entonces, El hecho de que no me presente como le gustaría a la gente no quiere decir que no estoy haciendo el trabajo, que no estoy hablando en la capacidad que yo pueda. It's hard and it's, it's painful and, and it hurts because I'm still a brown woman, I'm still an American woman. While I do hold privilege different forms of privilege, I recognize that I do and I, I do my best to be aware of that in the spaces that I'm in. Nonetheless, when I'm in still predominantly white spaces, I, I still get anxious. I still get nervous just being in that space already. You know, ya es una ganancia, o sea, ya el estar en esos espacios donde no hay representación, Ya es un paso muy grande. El siguiente paso es tener más seguridad y más fortaleza para decir las cosas y interrumpir cosas que no están bien. Pero a veces no tenemos esa capacidad. Y sí me siento mal, me siento triste, pero tengo que honrar mi proceso en el que estoy. So I have to honor where I'm at in my life where I'm able to show up and speak up, where I feel safe or not safe. Because again, it's easy for folks to just, you know, criticize you. I also wanna say that we all have capacity to show up in our own way and do things that don't necessarily have to be captured on social media, have to be careful in not engaging in performative allyship, you know, for social media. It's like, what are we genuinely doing for humanity? What are you doing in your own personal life? Are you talking to your family? Are you talking to your friends, your community? Are you bringing awareness? Are you contacting your local uh, public officials? 
your representatives? Are you being involved in the community through protest? Are you engaged in honoring the land? Connecting with Mother Earth, taking care of Mother Earth through gardening, through being in nature? Are you in ceremony? Todas estas cosas importan. All these things are so valid. And it's not okay for folks to criticize others like you're not doing enough. Are you do or this and that? We do what we can in our capacity as we're navigating these difficult times. I've been reflecting a lot about these intuitive eating practices that I've shared with you. I always knew, right? And I've been honest with you as I share each principle where I see the shortcomings or where it doesn't apply. But since the last couple of weeks, I've been really reflecting about the huge gaps, the lack of a social and racial justice lens in these principles. And I can't, I can't talk about intuitive eating and healing your relationship with food and body image on social media while we are witnessing a genocide. Es que no puedo. No puedo. Humanamente no puedo y tampoco quiero. So I've been pivoting my, re my work on social media to really accentuate the social justice component of food because these principles are meaningless for folks who are experiencing trauma and violence and grief how can we create content of intuitive eating when children are being killed when families don't have access to food, water, housing, safety, electricity, where their basic human rights are stripped. ¿Cómo es posible que yo me ponga a escribir acerca de vamos a sanar la relación con la alimentación y tu imagen corporal while we're witnessing a genocide? No, neta que no se puede. I've been doing social and racial justice work, specifically immigrant rights work for almost two decades. I did that during undergrad, where I was working in a nonprofit. And while I was doing my PhD, I was heavily involved in the immigrant rights movement. Coming back to my community have been involved as well. So like social and racial justice issues are not new to me. However, on social media, it's different. Having an account and starting to create content, it, it's, it hasn't been, you know, easy. Because one, there's a lack of representation of women like myself. Así es de que el que I'm pivoting my work right now and really centering on this social justice framework is work that I've been doing, that I teach in my courses as a sociologist. And I'm getting more courage to speak up. Uh, it's not easy because I get a lot of hate, mainly on my DMs and on my comments. And it does affect your mental health, your well-being. It 
can paralyze you, it can gaslight yourself. I mean, it's detrimental to our overall well-being. La gente no se da cuenta que hay mucha gente con mucho odio y se desquitan, se quieren desquitar contigo. Te invito a que te cuides, que cuides tu espíritu, que te alimentes, que te hidrates. I invite you to take care of yourself, your mental, spiritual well-being, to eat, to sleep, to hydrate. I need you to be strong. I need you to be rested. I need you to take care of yourself, to engage in self-care activities that are going to sustain you and make you stronger so that you can continue to show up and speak up in whatever shape and form that's going to look for you. Conéctate con tu humanidad. Conéctate con la humanidad de otras personas. Connect with your humanity, the humanity of others. We are all intricately connected. Your healing is, yes, it is your healing, but your healing has an impact to those around you in your community. Your, indif your individual uh, healing is collective healing. It's global healing because we are intricately connected. Your liberation is also the liberation of other marginalized folks. La liberación de un grupo es la liberación de muchos grupos. Te invito a que te conectes globalmente con lo que está pasando. I invite you to connect and to center humanity and what's happening and to get involved. You will be criticized. That's that's okay. That is part of the process. No one said this work was easy. I always knew this work is not easy. Pero lo tenemos que hacer. Y esa es mi invitación. Te agradezco mucho por apoyarme, por estar conmigo en este episodio en las redes sociales. Thank you so much for your support on this podcast, on social media. Y nos vemos la siguiente semana en Dismantling Diet Culture, Fuck Being Calladita. Muchas gracias por acompañarme en Dismantling Diet Culture, Fuck Being Calladita podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Especially be sure to rate and review the podcast if you really like it. If you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, you become eligible for a free 30-minute coaching session. That's right. Así como escuchaste. One free session. Once you leave your review, you can screenshot it and email it to me and I'll send you a link to sign up. If you didn't like it, don't worry. Así está bien. Follow me on social media, on Instagram and TikTok at Dr. Hortensia Jimenez.